The Tea Health Show, medical lifestyle show. This is this is the Tea Health Show, and I'm Chris Avon Smith, and with me in studio, as usual, is Mark, Doctor Mark. Welcome. Morning, Chris. No, you're going to have to sit up, Doctor Mark, and talk into the mic. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. Of the, it's just one of those things we t- we have to it's do. Early in the morning. It's winter. It is indeed. <laughs> So, what are we talking about today? We, we, we have Sister Elise in the office, and um, you know, last night I I saw a program uh, a program on TV about a um, hundred people that changed the twentieth century, and one of those people was another sister, a nurse, and her name was Margaret Sanger. And Margaret Sanger um, opened the first reproductive health clinic in 1921 in New York. Um, And under the bylaws of the city uh, at that stage, it was illegal. And she was um, immediately um, prosecuted and she was put into jail she had a choice whether she was going to go to jail for 30 days or whether she was going to pay a 30 dollar fine now in those days 30 dollars um was a quite a steep um fine and she decided she's going to jail and uh, in jail she started speaking about reproductive health and choices for women and in 1951 70 years ago yeah the first birth control tablets rolled out on production lines across the world 51 years ago 71, 70 years ago, 1951. 51, yeah, sorry. And you know what? That changed women's lives. And today, Elise and I are going to talk about the sexual, the new sexual revolution, where women no longer have to battle with uncomfortable, painful, um, unsatisfying, Intercourse. So, Elise, we are going to talk about the sexual revolution and renew her and what it is that we are doing and how we can help women. And uh, unfortunately, it's the majority of women, the majority of women over a certain age, but a hell of a lot of women who are still young that haven't had good sexual experiences because it's painful um, or who haven't had satisfactory sexual experiences because Mm. they're anorgasmic. Okay, I want to go back before we go to today. In the 60s up to the 80s, uh, 60s up to the 80s, um, another movement was established which was called the Sexual Liberation Movement. Um, (laughs) In that period Women started changing How they dress How they Oh that was the time of the bikinis Yes um, And how they have uh, Relationships With men For example Or go out at night and dress differently Like wearing their Bell bottoms and their short tops And stuff like that Nothing like a bell bottom and a crop top to get (laughs) me going In that period And that is just after The pill in Inverted commas um, Was released into the world And women thought Yes we are liberated so now we can do What men are doing But what happened is men Saw this as an opportunity Because women Were readily available now It was not Mm. a secret anymore It was not a Taboo to have a sexual Relationship with women So what they did is they exploited Women at that stage In that period Mm. And after that Women became more aware they didn't need to accept this type of behavior from men. And the Me Too movement started. Which and now is, we're back in the 
2020s. 2020s. The Me Too movement is where women are saying enough is enough. I'm not going to be abused by you. I'm not going to be used by you as a male. So I just wanted to give that history until where we are now. And I think conservative um, we spoke about this as well Upbringing etc Still a huge challenge for us In our practice With females mm, mm, Absolutely The females that we see nowadays are, And we actually focus On our 45s And, and older up, yeah. And mostly married women They come in and say You know what my husband Again my husband is not happy and the education that we do for these women is, wait, it's not about your husband here. It's about you. But, I mean, that's the key, surely. Correct. Is, 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 I mean, we must all own our, our sexuality. And for so long, really, women have have not been able to or allowed to, and I put allowed in inverted commas, um, or through society. Correct. And, and I mean, I... As a man, I still find a sexually powerful woman quite intimidating. To, I think that's the issue. To, to be honest, I, I, I mean, I've got a couple of friends who are really way out. I always say they've got sex drives like men. Yeah, and and and, and I find it quite quite. <clears throat> challenging, to be honest. And we I'd have like a couple of those women in our practice. Yes, um, and you know what? It it is. It sometimes even takes me aback mm. um, uh, hearing these liberated or liberal, shall I say, liberal uh, women talk about sex and uh, how they experience it. And, and I mean, Mark, you you and I are, are sort of not your quintessential males. Um, we, we are forward thinking we liberal and all of that and yet i mean this is the crux of the matter isn't it that that we still find it if, and, and, and this is our upbringing you know that <laughs> women care combes and kinners you know church. no of course <laughs> and and i think even i how i approach it take them a step back in the practice as well i'm talking about dr mark and dante who, who is um, working with us uh, You know I feel it's if, if men can do And say that What keeps me from doing absolutely. it As a woman Yeah, at, it, at, at least it's absolutely true It was very interesting I was at um, a party The other evening uh, Yes we were less than 50 people um, <laughs> And In I was Talking space. to A um, A father Mm. Who had a 15 year old daughter And They have A bowl of condoms In the house Great But hold on And I looked at him and I thought But god that's That's just weird And he said to me We never count them it's going to happen at some point. Mm. At some point, my daughter is going to have sex with someone. I'd rather it be at a place where um, she's comfortable, not in the backseat of a car or behind some woodshed or under the bleachers, mm. um, where that first experience has more chance of being a good one than something that's looked back at as that was not nice. You, you, you know, I mean, just just on that, I was watching a documentary about police recently, and this policewoman was asked, "Has she ever been tased? You know, because they get tased as part of their training." <coughs> and she said, uh, "Yes, she had." And they said, "What was it like?" She said, "Almost as painful as my first sexual experience." And I just thought, I mean, this is fifty thousand volts going through your your body. And and that's that's the first thought that goes to your mind. I mean, how sad is that? You know, but unfortunately, Chris, and I think this is where we we want to head with this conversation, is that there are a lot of women, young women, that do not have pleasant pleasant experiences with sex. Mm. Now, as we grow older, 
Um, you know what? Sometimes it improves. Sometimes it does not. Sometimes it gets worse. And you know what? When you go into menopause, because of uh, the physiological changes of the body, it it we go back to that place where sex is. It's now either a chore because ugh, fuck, let him just get it over and done with, um, or you know what? It's uncomfortable because it's dry. It's painful. Um, I'm never going to reach an orgasm this way. And at that age, he's ov- he's often not as as rigid as he probably should be as well. <laughs> no, so you know what? Um, we we have a solutions for males. Yeah. Um, this uh, this season on Real Health, um, we we went into quite some depth on on. Um, erectile functioning and the possible treatments that we have for that and that was this this current week and last week that we spoke uh, about it on real health and next week we're talking about um, sexual dysfunction in women again are we so Good. yeah so um elise let's just Jump in right there. Um, sexual dysfunction in women. Uh, and this is the revolution that we want to bring about, is that we no longer have to accept the dysfunction because we have very, very successful and innovative treatments that does not require medication. Correct. Um, I just want to also mention one of the big challenges that we have when we treat women is their beliefs. And I'm talking about religion. Mm. I'm talking about the way that they were brought up as well. Um, we spoke about this the previous time when I was here is that, um, why not love your body? Yourself, mm. why, why not masturbate and explore and use tools, etc., to help yourself? But it's totally against certain religions. So we are, I feel, and I see it when I consult with these women. But there's ways to get around that problem as well. As as soon as they feel better with our treatments, it's like a new world opening up for them. And I will go to. Um, if I if I may, I will start with the physical discomforts that women. Yes, please, absolutely, because um, guys, you don't know this. No. For us, if sex is not uh, uh, good, it's because we can't get hard, or we were hard, and you know, it suddenly it's like trying to stick chewing gum into a parking meter but for women <laughs> it's completely different why are you women, shaking as if you know <laughs> i'm on testosterone therapy i have don't have that problem i promise you <laughs> um you know what for women it is actual physical pain and discomfort it's like using sandpaper yeah no of course so the first thing that i want to talk about is self body shaming mm-hmm that is a huge impact impact on women's way of thinking about intimacy. If she stands in front of a mirror and she looks at herself at our age, everything went south. I mean, everything went south. And then she doesn't like herself. She doesn't love herself. But one thing that I would tell you is that if you are in an intimate situation, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter at all. Mm-mm. It's not about how you look, if your boobies is hanging on your tummy or whatever. Doesn't matter. Now, how what, how do we treat that? With testosterone replacement therapy, because it increases your sexual thoughts. Sexual thoughts. It and also increases is self esteem. Correct. Self worth. Body changes. Yeah. Your body do does change on on TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Then another problem is vaginal dryness that you mentioned, mm. Dr. Mark. Um, vaginal dryness is not only in menopausal women. Vaginal dryness can be because I'm not connected f- emotionally or c- 
in the moment. Emotionally to the physical. Yeah, in the <clears throat> moment when intimacy is happening or intercourse is happening. It's, and it's all about how we were brought up, how we think about sex, how we were taught which we never happened. Well, we I were mean, never taught about sex. There must be a physiological relationship between our thought process and if we think it's dirty and, and wrong. Correct. And, and, and the physiological process of lubricating. Yeah. So. But we have to remember the women that we see in our practice are there for a reason. They came because they have a sexual problem. Yeah. Well, a, sec- a sexual problem, yes. But also, it's just because they're not feeling great. Yeah. Um, and you know what? When we talk about menopause in one of our episodes, we'll explore that a little bit more. Yes. So, how do we treat vaginal dryness? As this treatment that we offer the woman in our practice takes a little bit time to take effect, mm-hmm. I recommend them to them to take loop lubrication. You know, just to get it going. In the first instances or times that they spend with themselves Because that's very important You need to understand your own body and what gives you pleasure And how it works Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. use lubrication But do your research Because certain lubrications is not conducive to the vagina If I can say that So it's very interesting, Elise I'm thinking about two TV programs um, on this topic that you discussed. The first one is an old one, Sex in the City. Mm. Yeah. And there, in one of the episodes, uh, the girls are sitting at a table and um, in a restaurant and they're talking about sex or like always Samantha is talking about sex. And um, it's about uh, Charlotte who's never looked at her own vagina. Mm. And immediately she is marched off to the bathroom, given a hand mirror, and and told to look at it. Um, oh, she had vaginism, mm. um, which is uh, pain in the vagina. And it's, you know, your vagina is linked to your brain. So if you don't love your vagina, the brain is going to... Uh, Send out those signals. Absolutely. Mm. And... But it ends, the episode ends where Charlotte has taken a hand mirror and looking at a vagina and falls over. <laughs> so, and the other program that I'm thinking of, and this is one that if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Please go and look at it because it speaks to us, um, and it speaks to women universally. Uh, of a certain age And that's Grace and Frankie um, mm. We Frankie and Grace um, And they played by Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda Are in their 70s And you know what They are They manufacture A yam lube <laughs> <laughs> So And you know what It takes the world by storm Because of the fact that these are women in their 70s who are dealing with women in their 70s and 60s and 50s with a problem that they understand so well. And no one is catering to that. Sex sells. But sex does not only sell to young people or men. Sex sells to women and women of all ages. Um, and you know, today, the fact that we can restore sexual well-being is incredible. I agree. I totally agree. This, I, I've spoken about this before and I think I did it on this forum about the two differences in, in our great apes. We have bonobos mm. and Chimpanzees And bonobos Are like dolphins Some of the most Sexual primates Dolphin not a primate But obviously yeah. But um, you know They are the most Sexually active primates And they ruled In a matriarchal society And not Like chimpanzees In a patriarchal society With violence 
And if we can bring sex back to women who are wise and powerful and strong, you know what? I think we will change society. I agree. Um, interesting. I didn't. I haven't watched that. Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie oh, yet. To. I'm going to definitely. That's something that I because I'm interested in, in what what's the ingredients in, in the yam loop. <laughs> The tea clinic's yam loop. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, vaginal dryness. Let's talk about renew, the, uh, renew her. How did we come about with renew her, Elise? Because that was your brainchild. Yeah. So, um, I think I can't remember when this was a, a, a brain or a, a light that went off in my head that. Uh, I think it was in my previous job in my previous life that I realized that there is really a need for women to be renewed. And I mean renewed in the sense of not only physically and being this pretty girl and having all this aesthetic treatments I'm talking about inside themselves mm. and how they approach life and the opportunity came thank you Dr. Mark to do this with you and um, that my brainchild was like renew and I think it's about me needed that at that stage and me going to read up about what what is needed what why do I need to renew myself and that's where it started and renew her is about an essence of finding your inner self and I'm talking about females your inner self meaning um, my thoughts, my fantasies, my sexual desires, my um, the way that I approach life, the confidence that I need to re- to renew myself, etc. And that comes with where we are today, with our hormone replacement therapy, our testosterone replacement therapy, and then the physical renew of the woman, where PRP in the vagina comes into play. So my biggest thing is that women are telling me, and I, I experience it myself, is that they can't believe how effective this treatment is. Um, I've got a very conservative lady, and if I may, it's anonymous. I would love to read her letter to us. It's addressed to you, Dr. Mark. Okay. Dear Dr. Mark, I first heard you and Sister Elise spoke on the Real Health Program about the treatments you are offering to both adult male and female to get them in a better mood again. I'm a 50-year-old, 52-year-old woman who has been feeling for a long time extremely tired, moody, and not sleeping well. I also experience a frequency of passing urine with a burning sensation, a lack of sexual desires, including vaginal dryness. After my therapy started, I could feel gradually how my mood uplifted, no more frequency of urine and improvement in terms of vaginal dryness. Thank you for making a difference in my life. She asked me not to name her, and this is an anonymous email that I received. Fantastic. So wow. she was one, she's one of the, the ladies that is very conservative as well, but just that she feels better. She started noticing Sexual thoughts and fantasies And it's okay for her It makes her a woman For me what's amazing is that she she had the ability To start writing it down Correct To to actually verbalize it Correct Which which is a huge step in, in in a conservative mindset So what her treatment plan was We started her um, consecutively with Testosterone replacement therapy As well as PRP in the vagina And The combination of this Is the secret Or the answer, not the secret To what women experience I want to At least I agree with you 100% But I want us to step back Um, We're talking about Testosterone and a lot of Women still don't know or Realize that Testosterone which we 
think of predominantly as a male hormone mm. plays an integral role in their well-being and not only sexual well-being in women we need testosterone um, for bone density we need it for um, this is my best higher function the cognitive function mm. um, the biggest effect of testosterone uh, testosterone in adults are on Higher function It's on the brain yeah. um, I had two patients Recently uh, A mother and a daughter And if they're listening they'll know exactly who they are Who suffered head injuries The one because she walked Into a sliding door The other one because she was hit by a hockey ball Wow And you know what That is enough to cause Inflammation in the brain and testosterone and oxygen is what's needed to treat that inflammation. You remember our phenomenal talk that started all of us with Dr. Jody Price. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know it. It it brought about such a a clear understanding of what I was observing in my patients because it was something that I couldn't. Describe or I, I couldn't explain. Um, today, you know, but that has ballooned into us having a, a, a neurotherapist that's working with us. We are starting to work um, on neurology with cannabis and watch the space. I think we're talking about it next week, Elise. Yes, I think it's um, next week. We, we're talking about medical uses of and very. Very uh, clear distinction Medical grade cannabis Yes um, But you know what Will you bring samples? No Chris oh, just um, <laughs> No sampling <laughs> um, Elise let's, uh, let's just talk a little bit about The importance of Testosterone and in women And how that starts Changing Through the Menstrual cycle and menopause Can I just interject quickly before that but On topic though Every time, because since we've been doing these programs And since I've got to know about um, Renew Her I've been telling all my friends about it And I say, talk about the importance of testosterone for women Every time a coconut They say, I don't want to grow a beard you don't grow a beard. I know, but that is the perception out there, and I think I think we need to say that. You know, um, it 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 really <laughs> doesn't happen, but that's the perception. They 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 think they're going to look like a discus thrower from the Soviet the East, Union. Yeah, but East European uh, athletes. Yeah. Um, you know, first of all, no. Um, testosterone is responsible for. Secondary male sexual characteristics In puberty mm. um, In women It doesn't play that role it, it, It's important for certain body changes It's important for muscle mass But you know what The effect of testosterone And the quantity of testosterone In women Is f between 10 and 15% lower than in men Not not percent, times Times Yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. Elise, thank you for correcting yeah. me So a guy with a normal testosterone level of 280 Which is quite low um, But normal uh, For a woman, you know what To have testosterone uh, levels of 28 Is unheard of Right um, You know what uh, If we can get a woman With a testosterone level Of about 15 um, You know what That's That's Phenomenal But all our women That present to our clinic And Elise These are the, the younger ones Even um, That's just in perimenopause Present with total testosterone levels Of below 8 Clinically low Most of them 
are below three and four. Like uh, testosterone is decreasing in men, we are starting to see that testosterone is decreasing in women. Correct. But uh, you know what? I think I want to address this as well. Is it's a valid concern? Sure. But it is not linked to testosterone. Yes. It's totally linked. To menopause As soon as you reach a certain age You do get hair on your upper lip You do get hair on your chin Chinny chin chin Yes And what is waxing for? I mean Why not? I'd rather wax my chin and my lip Every second week And feel fantastic And be an uh, Amazon in my bedroom Than being a but, but you say worried it's, about it's, it's a byproduct it's a of, product of menopause. Menopause, not not testosterone. And you know, but if you go to speak to those women and ask them more questions, like for instance, have you noticed that the the exterior third of your eyebrows is thinning? Mm. And they will look at it and they, yes, it is, and that's why I need to go for a tattoo to get eyebrows. It's part of menopause, so it's it's all these little thingies that I want people to think about before it is a concern for them. That testosterone, yes, it is a it is a thought that maybe I'll grow a beard, but really, if you do, go and wax it. And it's menopause. It's not it's the testosterone. Menopause. It's right. not the testosterone. But I just had to put that out there because yeah. this is really what I've been facing. No, of course. People I've ask us that every time. day. Yeah. People do ask us that every day. Okay. So, uh, Elise, we, why do we have testosterone for women? Where does it come from? And um, as it declines, what are the symptoms? Okay. So, testosterone is released by our ovaries when we ovulate. As well as by our adrenal glands Which is the gland that sits on top of our kidneys As we age, we don't ovulate anymore We were born with a certain amount of little eggies in our ovaries And when that's depleted, you don't ovulate anymore As soon as you d- stop ovulating it's The symptoms are that your menstruation is starting to become irregular And um, the theory or or the known way of diagnosing menopause without blood tests is if you haven't had a period for nine months consecutively, then okay. you are officially in menopause. I think we've we've changed that so that it's um, nine months out of a year. They don't have to be consecutive. Okay. Okay. All right. Then um, obviously, as soon as you don't ovulate anymore, you don't secrete testosterone. In that little levels that we need as women That minimal levels And the only way of getting testosterone is from the adrenal glands But what happens? We're going into menopause What happens with us? We stress We're not ourselves anymore We don't feel well We don't feel like a woman anymore Etc, etc What happens? Your adrenal glands is responsible for cortisol. cortisol Cortisol is what is regulating our stress levels. Right. Yeah, the doctor it's a can. Stress hormone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the doctor can help me. Now we get patients that stress so much they get adrenal fatigue. What does adrenal fatigue mean? Your 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 adrenal glands start shutting down. Shutting right. down. What happens? You don't secrete. Testosterone, testosterone anymore. What does so testosterone? It's a sh- shutdown. It's a shutdown. It's testosterone makes us feel good. Mm. It works on a higher function. What Doctor Mark likes to say. What does higher function mean? Higher function means it's where our memory sits. Mm. Um, it's where we have get our motivation from, where we get our focus from, where we are, have our sexual desires and fantasies. What do we see in our practice? Women sit in front of us, and these consultations takes a very long time. Because mm. why? They can't remember. Their memories are shut. Shot, shut, whatever we want to call it And what we experience is as soon as we start treating these patients They they start remembering things I had another patient the other day that came back I think she's on her 
sex treatment. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about. Yeah. She comes back to me and she said, you know what, Elise? I studied psychology. My biggest dream was to do my master's in psychology. She started. I took out my books and I started psychology again, studying my psychology again. This is things that gives me goosebumps because... I can see it. I can, I experience it with them. I celebrate with them because I know it works. Yeah, yeah. Does that answer the question that yeah. you wanted? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Answer? You know, it, um, one of the things that we that we see is as we as we hit into menopause, if we're in our perimenopausal um, period, the amount of Estrogen the body st- produces decreases. Estrogen is a byproduct of testosterone. Okay. So in men, where we have to stop the conversion of testosterone through an aromatization into estrogen, women has that. It's the same pathway. Women also aromatize. Testosterone into estrogen So when your testosterone levels decline Your estrogen levels are going to decline And that makes the symptoms of menopause that much worse When we start supplementing with testosterone Low doses And uh, you know Listen carefully Low doses of testosterone It's enough so that we start Changing the symptoms of menopause without going on to estrogen. So many of our patients come into the office and during the consultation they talk about, but I don't want to go on hormone replacement therapy because I'm scared of breast cancer. Sure. And you know what? We bypass that system. In that we don't give you estrogen, we give you testosterone. And it's the testosterone that seems to balance the symptoms of menopause. We see, we have a patient from Pretoria who had to stop working. She's in her early 40s? Yeah, 43, 44. Um, who cannot do her work because she sweats so much, she has such severe heart flushes that it not only is embarrassing, it's debilitating. Sure. And once we started her on testosterone, I think it was four weeks later, um, she said, I don't have my heart flushes anymore. I live a normal life. I, I can sleep next to my husband without him putting a beanie on because the aircon is no longer on Arctic. But I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's incredible. And all we do, as you say, you're precursoring it because you start, you're opening that pathway naturally into the adrenal gland, the estrogen, the adrenal glands, all of that sort of thing. You, you're just minimizing the effects through hormone minimal. replacement therapy. Chris, we've, we've said often, there's a very simple principle behind it. Mm. And think of a pencil that you're holding in the middle. Um, if I add something on one side, it's going to have an effect on the other side. It's like a scale. If I have a scale that's balanced, if I put something on one side of a scale, immediately the balance in that scale is Disturbed, and that's hormone replacement therapy. Is to keep that the secret to doing it successfully, safely, without side effects, is take that scale, hang scales of each side of a scale, and continue hanging scales of each side of each of those scales. If one of the scales change, everything changes. Mm The secret is to first identify which one of those scales is too heavy or too light. Bring back the balance in that scale, which would bring back the balance in the whole system. And that is 
incredibly difficult. Yeah. So if we can find something, and we have, that balances everything by just affecting one scale, you know what? How easy is that? Mm. Um, with minimal side effects, side effects that's manageable, Because it's not a side effect It's an effect That we need to manage And you know But here I'm thinking about The effect of testosterone on red blood cells A lot of our women Present with anemia A lack of iron And therefore A lack of red blood cells Iron in our red blood cells Is what forms hemoglobin It's the oxygen carrying capacity um, And component of red blood cells And women lose that Through their menstrual cycles And you know what You can eat as much kale as you want And you can eat as much spinach And drink as much green smoothies as you want You're never going to put all that iron back Right When we balance the testosterone levels, we increase the amount of red blood cells that's being produced, requiring iron. And then when we replace that iron, those patients revert to, oh, my God, let me get active. I want to go run. I want to get on a bicycle. Uh, one One of my patients just... Improved her time at Sani to see with over an hour. Sure. Um, by just supplementing and getting her hormone levels back. You know what? She's not a professional athlete. Her testosterone levels are absolutely normal. They're not inflated. They're not high. She's not doping. But you know what? Her physical condition improved, which allowed the mental condition to improve. Overall, she's a better person. And I want to say the mental improvement is remarkable for this woman. Mm. For instance, they suddenly can communicate with their husbands or their partners again. They um, uh, they don't feel asexual anymore. I see it when they come in and the way they carry themselves when they walk into my rooms. Um, for instance, you can see they dress like a, There's a woman. Confidence that it's comes a confidence. With, and it's, it goes back ex- to the sexual revolution. Exactly. When, when, when you're feeling sexual and confident, you, it comes across in everything that and you And that's the message today is we are talking the new sexual revolution. You know what? It's not about going out there and be promiscuous or whatever. It's about getting in balance with yourself. What that's I'm, the word that I want to use. What I love about this is is that it's changed from the, the preconceived Old sexual revolution where women became objectified and it was external. So it, 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 the, the, the idea was external Correct. and imposed, whereas now it's from the internal. It comes from the woman herself and owning. Yes. Owning her sexuality, her, her life, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that we, we coined the phrase cougars. Um, for if you want to see a picture, just look at our, our post after this, and there's Elise. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny is at oh, well. Alice in the office. Got to get that one in. <laughs> Ali, morning. Um, so uh, you know it. Women of a certain age having an appetite for sex still. Yeah. Um, and these are women who are absolutely in touch with their bodies, and you know what. It's because men of a certain age also are not functioning um, as well as they used to. So, you know what? I'm not going to bother with you. Like men who didn't want uh, uh, going through um, menopause, drinking Viagra Cialis, uh, injecting Coverject and wanting one younger woman because they think that, you know, what they're going to feed their egos. Women don't have egos. Guys, mm. um, they have sexual needs, and if you are not looking after yourself, um, you know, they're going to replace you with someone younger and better looking. If they can. And they can. 
they I, can. Can I tell you? Can I say what what men goes through? Yes. It's a it's a quaint word from woman. If when they go into the andropause, it's actually called stingle stress when they go <laughs> up. <laughs> I call it menopause because they rush out and buy their Porsche. Yeah, okay. you know. So, um, for women, you know, it, taking back control of your body, you know, what a hundred years later, we are talking about um, women. You know what, and we want to provide a service for women to take control of their sexuality. You took control of your reproductive health. Now take control of your sexual health. Mm. You know what, um, if we look at marketing online, for sexual products It was always geared towards men If I look at the variety of stuff that's available It's more for women than for men You never saw a motor car With a lithe man draped over the bonnet In no. the old days You know, Great. to try and sell the car Didn't it, That's not how it worked Yeah, Because it was geared towards men Yeah, And now we want to change that And we want to make it for women um, You know Treatments that are Safe That are Inexpensive That are effective Are incredibly Hard to come by Something That Includes all three of that And comes from yourself Comes from your own blood Is really unique and the renew shot, um, in layman's terms, the O shot, we call it the renew shot because it renews you on so many levels. Renews vaginal dryness, renews vaginal atrophy, renews the effects of natural childbirth on your bladder and incontinence. Um, renews the effect of pressure on the anterior and posterior vaginal walls that causes prolapse um, is phenomenal. Now, you know what? Women of a certain age starts losing their hair and we use that exact same treatment, PRP. Um, and we have women in our practice that are doing the two consecutively and at the same time. You know, but we, we take a little bit of blood, we add an extra vial, and you know what, you have your renew shot, and 20 minutes later you're having your hair replacement and hair restoration therapy. All coming from yourself, your own body. Mm. It's, there it's, isn't it's anything yeah. like that. And the effects are Phenomenal There's one thing that I just want to talk about Is before women start this therapy They're very concerned that they will um, Become this sexual monster And tackle every man in the street And etc And I want to reiterate that That is not happening Your personality doesn't change It brings out more who you are Not who you think you're going to become yes, yes. It's you it's still you. It's not somebody else that you get become when you get this treatment. Yeah, it's 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 not a hocus pocus drug. No, that's, not that's, at all. That you lose all inhibition. No, and no. all of that. Yeah. It's, it's just the inner confidence to explore for yourself. Correct. What is good for you? And then you get the woman that comes in and say, still very shy, but just say, my husband say I must say thank you. That's I mean, that says everything. I, I had a patient, and we mentioned this before, uh, Elise. We, we spoke about this specific patient. I had her back in my office during the week. Her husband was sitting next to her, and this time it was all about her. Mm. She was the one that was having the conversation, not the husband. And, you know, it, it was... Amazing. This woman sat at the front of her chair 
engaging with me, not skulking away behind her fringe. And let, letting her husband answer for her. It, and he, he was the one that was sitting in the corner. And he said to me, as they were going, I just have to say to you, you saved my marriage. Thank you. And I said to him, but I didn't do anything. You guys... Saved your marriage mm. They look you like a guys, blushing couple on yes. honeymoon That's how they looked <laughs> You Love guys it. had the guts To talk to each other And then uh, Try and find a solution Together Guys um, You know what Sit down Have the conversation With your wife about You know what I am battling with maintaining my erections and this is causing me to try and avoid sexual situations with you. Let's go and find help for me. And your wife would say to you, you know what, I love you but I no longer find you attractive or I no longer find you appealing. It's been a problem for me as well. Not because of you, because of what's happening in me. And, and come watch together. out for our blog on this on our website. Yes. <laughs> so I love my husband but I can't stand him. <laughs> so um, Elise it's it's always great to have you in studio with us. Uh, tell us a dirty joke. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know what? Next week we are talking about something that is new to the tea clinic, new to medicine, um, and that is CBD, cannabis, weed, marijuana. Um, um, you know what? Ganja. <laughs> we need we need to be responsible with this. It's a miracle drug. It's a miracle plant. Um, if used responsibly and correctly. So next week we have Dr. Anton Janssen von Rensburg with me on the show, and we talking cannabis. Elise. Always good to have you. Thank Chris, you for having me. Good luck. Um, I know that you're busy with by-elections. Indeed. Um, we you. we will be the back next week. And thank you to our all our listeners. Lovely to have you both, and we will see you next week. Have a thank beautiful day. Thank you, Chris. This has been the Tea Health Show with Dr. Mark and Chris Avon Smith, sponsored by the Tea Clinic. For more information, contact admin at theteaclinic.com.